The summer is in full swing and one of the questions that I get asked the most is how in the world am I going to stay productive, get my work done, keep up with the house and all the things when my kids are home 24-7. Well, guess what? It's still completely possible to time block, to have routines, to have some sense of normalcy. It's just going to look different than what it looked like a few months ago, maybe even a few weeks ago, depending on how far deep you are into your summer, you're going to want to stick around for this episode so that you can pick up on some of the things that I've done to adapt to my summer schedule with my own personal time blocks. Today, I'm going to be taking you on a tour of how I've made some changes and have adapted my routines, my routine stacks inside of all of my time blocks to meet the needs of my own company and my family this summer. Feel free to grab that pen and paper. It's time to take some notes because we're about to get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Today's episode is going to be light and fun and a really great way for us to just kind of have a conversation on how I've been making changes in my own life. Uh, I have helped quite a few people more than what I feel like I normally do adapting their schedules and their routines this summer. And I thought it would be a really great idea to bring some of that work that I've done for my own life and for others here to you on the podcast Before we jump into that, I did want to let you know that today is the day. Um, Actually, we opened applications yesterday on June 11th, and we will be keeping the applications open for our new interns through this Sunday, June 18th. If you're interested in being a part of the ChelseaJoe.co team and you want to be one of our interns so that you can really see behind the curtain and how we run things get to know us and the team a little bit better. You will be working directly with me and heavily with our blog manager, who is my right-hand gal. Um, Her name is Tara, and she works here with me at ChelseaJoe.co. And some of the interns will also be working with our marketing assistant, uh, Krista. So there are some amazing people on our team And some of our interns actually work with one of our other persons on our team who is our student success coach. Like there's just so many people over here rocking and rolling and doing amazing things so that all of the women that decide to be a part of our community, whether it be through listening to the podcast, reading the blog, joining our Facebook group, hanging out on the website, or actually becoming a student in any one of our programs, they can gain the experience as an intern to be involved in that process. With that, 
After 13 weeks of being committed, somewhere between four and six hours a week, we give our interns free access as a VIP student into Systemize Your Life. They also get Systemize Your Biz for free, which is really cool. And not only is that the coolest part, but truly the relationships that we're able to build, getting to know each other, and all of our interns, every single one of them have all said that they better understand the systems after being in the back end and diving deep into the content, reading it, listening to it, learning it, seeing it, practicing, living it. It's really helped them in their own consistency with systems. So if that is something that you feel like you might be interested in, head over to chelseajoe.co backslash internship and fill out your application today. Uh, I do read every single one of them. Uh, Tara and I go through them with a fine tooth comb and we really try and find people that are best suited for this specific season and this round of our internship. Okay, without further ado, let's talk about the summer schedule. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So many people dread this and I actually love it. It's like that love-hate relationship that we have with pretty much everything. We love when our kids are home, but at the same time, it's like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this. For those of you that are listening that have very young kiddos, that are just always home, this is going to feel, <laughs> this is going to feel like one of those conversations where, where you're like, okay, yeah, I just deal with that every single day. I don't know what you're talking about, but honestly, not even for people that don't have kids, maybe your schedule has just changed. Like your work schedule has changed over the summer or just what you're capable of doing changes for us. It's super hot. And so everything changes. Like we literally don't go outside unless it is to swim. And that's like a full on activity. I used to be able to just send my kids outside, like in the backyard, you know, and that we can't do that. So now it's like, anytime we go outside, obviously they need dedicated attention at the pool. And so that changes things up a lot compared to when they could go in the backyard and play and I didn't have to have my eyes on them 24-7, right? Or the entire time. So also the activities that we typically would do as a family outdoors, we can't do. So it's like we're looking for things indoors to do. There's a lot of things that can change in the summer in every season period, right? Like the the winter, the holiday seasons, a lot of things change because there's extra for you probably in any other place in the country besides you know, real far down in the Southwest, <laughs> everything gets really cabin feverish for you in the winter time. And there's holidays and there's more people around and there's more things to do to decorate, to celebrate. There's just so much more. So the point is, is that every single season, regardless if your kids are home from school or not, is besides the point. Summer school may be happening for you. So your kids might still be in school. You might be homeschooling year round. Your kids might be like in rear year-round school. Like the point is, is that there's something significant that changes in most of our lives during summer. And so I'm just going to speak to mine a little bit. Actually, I did this incredible, like full-blown video kind of breakdown tour of everything I'm talking about today on Instagram. So you want to go over and check that out. We will be saving that in an Instagram highlight so you can view that even if you didn't catch it in, in like real time whenever I put it out. But it was really like a lead into what we're going to be talking about here on the podcast. 
So what I want you to do is just take notes of the things that I've changed and grab some fun ideas from what I've been adapting and see what you can adapt in your own life. Here's what I currently have situated. I'm still working off of my five time blocks. Although some people may have to adapt and change that, I've been able to keep mine pretty much status quo. Now, if you remember, I moved recently and through that whole process, a few episodes back, I talked about how I haven't used my paper planner, my Google calendar. Like, There's not been time blocking. <laughs> I just texted my mom the other day and I was like, I don't know how people live like this. Like I'm literally dying. I don't know how people live like this. And that was more so in relation to not being able to clean my house because my toe is broken and I really can't get around. <laughs> so it's like, oh my gosh. So we have established time blocks again and we've got that in place and I've got my routine stacks in place. And I knew what that was going to look like before summer ever hit, but with some onset of some illnesses and then me breaking a bone that makes me wear a boot. Like it's just been, okay, well, I guess we're going to wait another week. Right. And sometimes that happens, which is fine. But now that we're in the swing of things, I still have my morning routine block and then my AM, then my work, then my PM, then my nighttime. But here's how I have adapted this. My work block is in a completely different spot than it used to be in hundred percent. It's not in the same place that it used to be. And I ended up having some issues because I didn't look at that soon enough. I was getting double booked. My booking calendar for my job, I was getting booked on appointments when I actually was committed to doing things with the family. That system was broken. And a lot of that was because the time blocks that I had established for my work block before we went into summer, now we're not there. And so I was like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa got to peel this back a few layers. I got to look at what exactly is my summer calendar going to look like for booking calls and meetings, etc. for my job. And so I sat down and I figured that out and I was like, okay, this, these are my set work blocks. And honestly, like I base everything around my work blocks and here's why. If I have, like, I know how many hours of work I have every single week And so if I set those and those are standard and it's not a ton of hours, then I know where I can put everything else in. I can talk to Blaine. I can talk to the kids. We all can figure out, hey, when is it convenient and when does it work best for everyone else, for mom to get her work done, which I'm able to do that. Sometimes I can't. Sometimes it's like we have a meeting, we have like this set thing and this day and this day, like I have to work at this time and there's no changing that, right? We also do that with the gym. Like I have a very specific class time that I love to go to, which actually happens in my AM block. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But there are certain things that we like to work around and certain things that I can be really flexible with and I can move around on my own. Starting with my work block, I figured out, okay, these are going to be my set hours on Monday through Thursday. Friday is going to be like that leftover day that I always like to have for technically a non-work day unless I didn't get through all my work and then I can work on Fridays and we've kind of established that in our house. On top of that, within those days, I've solidified which days are going to be project days and which days are going to be focused on all the other things that I have to get done. So that feels really good to have that established and set up. From there, I was able to really get into the nitty gritty 
on how I was rearranging my DWMs, my daily, weekly, monthlies, how I was really getting super organized inside of my work block. What are this, the routine stacks there? Before I would grab my lunch before I went and sat down in my work block. Well, now I'm getting started earlier. And so I need a break in the middle of it because I don't like to just like, I gotta, I gotta get up and walk around, you know, like every hour and a half to two hours, I get up and I walk around, go stare at some trees, grab a snack, you know, whatever. And then I can come back to work. So now my lunch is right in the middle of that. And that's been a new and different shift for me. So I'm literally building out a new way of doing things. It doesn't feel routine to me. I'm kind of like, wait, what am I supposed to do right now? So having that mapped out in my planner and really sitting down and thinking through that and being pretty strategic has really helped me this summer. From there, I'm able to build when is my AM block going to be? Because I always know when my morning routine is, right? My morning routine block is very set in stone because it ends as soon as my kids wake up. So even if it's 15 minutes long, that's fine. If it's two hours long, great. That just depends on what time I wake up. And in the summertime, I'm choosing to just sleep. Feels great. Actually, I get up really stinking early because the sun comes up and I like to wake up naturally. I like to rise and fall with the sun. And so in this summertime, I do sleep a little after the sun comes up, but not much. And so I'm up And then as soon as my kids get up, I'm still doing the same exact thing in the summertime there that I've always done. But then my AM block looks very different because we don't have a before school routine right now because kids aren't in school. And I like for my kids to have a whole lot of like nothing going on in the summers. We're not jam packed. We're not super busy. My kids love to be home. They love to do nothing. School is a lot of work for them coming and going and doing all the things is just a lot. And so we have some slow mornings and I've built out the routine stacks there in order to support what we want to do. I do have a fundamental need in there, our breakfast routine. That is also my smoothie routine that has stayed. It's my tried and true. And so I looked at what are the things that I want to get done. And then from the time when they wake up until I start my work block and there's like two hours in there, right? And so I definitely was like, well, I don't want to just like waste that. Let's get a fundamental need in. That's a perfect time to layer that in when I normally would not have ever done it at that time. And then I also looked and I was like, okay, this means that I could have my gym be one of those fundamental needs on two or three days a week. And the other days of the week, I'm going to have a different fundamental need put in there. That's my AM block. That's kind of how I've shifted and adapted that. The kids get ready. They do have time with um, another member of the family a couple days a week so that I can have an uninterrupted work block. And I just got super strategic with scheduling that out. And that has worked really well for us over the years. And it's, you know, such a blessing to be able to have that. Some years we've hired people to come in and hang out with the kids. And some years Blaine and I have just split our shifts and he's taken them in the morning, I've taken them in the evening, etc. so on and so on. But that's what we're currently doing for our AM block. And that feels really great. And then we have my work block and then my PM block has been adapted as well because there is a little bit extra time that I'm not used to and the kids don't have their after school routine. So I was like, okay, what do we put in here? Cool. We can fit a fundamental need in or we can fit some extra play in there together when I'm done working before I have to start dinner. That's a time for me to actually 
sit and play with my kids. It's also a really great time for independent play. We can pop on a movie. They can go figure out how to be bored, right? We've talked about that in some of the other episodes. And maybe I decided that I need to work a little bit longer and I can squeeze in another hour of work there. Either way, it's pretty flexible, but then we automatically know what is not flexible is that dinner routine and that is still in the exact same place that it always is regardless of what time of year it is it happens at the same time every single day every single day of the year as much as we can right sometimes we don't but like when we're home and we're choosing to do this rhythm and these routines that's where it fits inside of my time block every single time after that the kids sometimes depending on what day of the week it is we'll have a family fun night and we'll watch a movie whatever that might be but that's not most nights because my kids are still pretty young and I like them getting to bed at the exact same time that they normally go to bed regardless of the fact that it's summer because my kids will not sleep in sleep in even if they go to bed late I might squeak out 30 more minutes maybe if we're lucky from the youngest one but definitely 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 I think it is absolutely so important, not only for our kids, but also for ourselves to be getting in bed at the same time, regardless of the fact that there's a little bit more wiggle room and freedom in your schedule every day. These routine stacks still fit within the time blocks, and these are still things that need to get done every day. And if you start unraveling that, things are going to fall apart in your house very, very quickly. After that, my kids go to bed and then I start my nighttime routine block. Now, if you were following along with me in my stories yesterday, if you're listening to this on the day that it went live, um, which was a Monday that I shared all of this, you can go back and look at it in our highlights in our stories. I shared that at the very end of my nighttime, at the very beginning of my nighttime routine block is when I chose to put in one-on-one time with my oldest Now, technically, I would teach and coach women to have that at the very end of their PM block because it's still with kids, but I'm in a fun transition with her where I am intentionally and shall I say very strategically using that to test how it feels for me to bring her into my space. She's 11. She's much older now. What I always want moms to know and what I want to teach them is to have at least two, your morning routine and your nighttime routine blocks kid free. And then we also try and get your work blocks that way, at least for a little bit. Sometimes we put a power hour in the morning, but what's so important here is for you to realize that we craft that space because when our kids are really little, they need so much from us. And I find myself slowly transitioning to bringing my oldest into those private blocks so that she sees that I'm willing to open up my life to her. And as she wants to become more private, I want to become more transparent with her. So she wants to become more transparent with me. And I think it's something that I'm playing with right now. And we don't do it all the time. Because I think that boundary is very important that I hold for myself. But I also just am really looking at what is this going to look like as she becomes, she's 
you know, as she becomes a teenager and slowly but surely priming that relationship to be so much more connected than, than having those hard and fast disconnected lines. And the reason why I've always had those hard and fast disconnects with my teeny tiny kids is for my own sanity because I did not co-sleep, tried to with my first one and couldn't. I just like stared at the kid all night long and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. I'm going to roll on her. I'm going to break her. I'm going to die. You know, like I can't do this. And I like panicked. And so I would just get up and be a walking zombie to, from one side of the house to the other for like 13 to 16 months. It was brutal. But my second one, I ended up choosing a to sleep train, which I've talked about a lot here on the show, but I did exclusively breastfeed for so long and I've always been home the majority of the time with my kids except for when I would leave a little bit to work but most of the time I was fitting work in in the outskirts of the day and just like trying to be with my kids most of the time and I just needed a little bit of space I definitely function better with that there are some moms that have so much more tolerance for it than I do But I do think that it's unbelievably important that we really remember what that looks like in the summer when our kids are home all the time and with us all the time, what that boundary can look like. So sit down and craft that out. And for me, there's a whole other dynamic with our oldest one going for some of the time, her shared parenting time with her biological dad. And how that impacts our relationship too. And bringing her into that nighttime routine block just a little bit is something that I'm playing with right now that I've never done before because this is a new season for me to navigate on top of it being summer. It's like, you know, sometimes we just look at our kids and as moms, we just, we intuitively know what they need. And it's important that you are able to learn how to adapt your routines and your time blocks to fit that. And I think one of the saddest things to me is seeing so many moms struggle because they don't even have that in place to know how to adapt it. They're just truly surviving and years go by all of those milestones with their kids. Like my daughter's not even close to the place yet, not even close to the place yet where she wants to be removed from me, but I know it's coming And because I'm so keenly aware of what we're doing in the summer months versus the fall months and the winter months and the spring months, because I can see that and I'm really looking at at these turning points every single day, I'm able to see the turning points in her life, right? And in our relationship. And I think that's one of the most beautiful gifts that you can give yourself when you learn to use my method of time blocking. This isn't just like, I want a cool paper planner and I want to like figure out how to schedule my day and create this perfection. This is about really having a framework that can grow with you and that you can live with that you feel really confident in and that helps you the way that this has helped me. That's what I want this to do for you. And so I hope that by opening up and sharing a little bit about what I have been doing with my routines and with my time blocks in the summer, what it's meant to me, why I've adapted them the way that I have, that it's given you some ideas. And maybe those ideas would be ideas that you want to come over and share inside of our Facebook community. 
you know, if you go over to Facebook and type in Systemize Your Life, we have a completely free Facebook group. You can come drop your ideas in there. You can drop your time blocks. You can drop your routine stacks. There's so many people in there. We just tipped over 4,000 community members, which is amazing. And we have some incredibly dedicated staff right now that is inside of that Facebook group that is supporting everyone. Now is the time to go over there and just eat it up and go ham. I'm in there too. I love, I read through those probably every other day, if not every day. I'm looking at all the people that are listening to the podcast. I'm literally looking at it because like, I don't get to see you. I don't get to connect with you. And so I love being over there in that group. And that would be a great place for you to take your ideas and to share your thoughts after listening to this episode. It is my hope for you that you take what you have learned from today's episode and you use it to help you, to help your summer, to have some fun while also being a little bit disciplined, while being a little bit productive, but letting loose, shaking free of all of those like extra busy, rigid, stuffy feelings on all the stuff that you have to get done all the time. I want you to just enjoy your summer. I want you to relax a little bit, right? I want you to just kind of look at your kids a little bit longer and put your phone down and go play with them or sit and chat with them. Go do something fun for yourself. Not so much fun that you jump in a creek and hit a boulder and break your toe like I did. (laughs) I mean, I'm glad everyone's like, at least you were doing something fun. I'm like, I know, right? And every single person's like, yeah, when I broke my toe, I dropped a jar on it. Like, I'm not even kidding you. So many people have literally told me that they've broken toes by dropping jars on it. And I'm just like, I'm so glad that I was doing something fun. And I want you to do fun things this summer but I also still want you to be insanely productive. So go back, listen to this episode again. If you need to take extra notes and hop over inside of the Facebook group, if I don't see you there, you know, I will see you back here real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other? and ourselves. I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.